So this was yesterday, the sec, in the tuck shop. Um, and I'm sitting with my friends, Honora, Darcy, and Reyna. And, you know, Reyna and Darcy have, like, the newest iPhone model or whatever. And Honora has, I don't, I think it's, like, it's an 8 that still has the home button. And Darcy was like, aha, like, look at you. Like, why does your iPhone still have a home button to Honora? Um, and, and she was sort of getting clowned for it. Um, and, you know, I didn't know what to say <laughs> because I knew, like, the heat would start coming once they saw that I, in fact, like, didn't even have an iPhone with the home button. Like, I had a straight-up flip phone. Um, so we'll see what happens when that conversation <laughs> occurs. In this modern age, when most of our lives revolve around our technology, it is hard to think what life could be like without a phone. Many of us are aware of the negative consequences that we as a society and individuals are facing because of our phones. Bella Edelin, a senior at Cho Rosemary Hall, is often the target of friendly banter from her friends, all because she owns a flip phone. However, her reason behind not having a phone goes beyond trying to be edgy or cool. Why do you have a flip phone? Yeah, I mean, so this is kind of complicated, but like, I am very concerned about the state of like personal surveillance and data collection that's happening, um, you know, with our phones. And I don't think, you know, social systems have caught up to this technology yet. Like we haven't developed the sort of like legal, social like protections um, that are going to prioritize people over the needs of the companies right now. And so I think that, you know, companies like iPhones, Facebook, big tech, things that produce our phones and the apps on them are really collecting a lot of um, personal data, which is a threat to, I guess, privacy and liberty, etc. So are you scared about your own personal data right now or more like in the future? I mean, I don't think we've totally seen like what the danger is going to be specifically um so it's unclear i'm kind of worried about everyone's data um in general because you know if you look at what is happening now in terms of or with people's data i mean a lot of that is being put into really specific like targeted algorithms for ads but also for content and so we see that on youtube and facebook especially with the election and stuff like you click on one you know sus video and you get radicalized through the algorithm so like that has caused a lot of people, um, you know, to be led into communities that they wouldn't otherwise sort of extreme ideological communities. Um, so that's that's my concern for other people as well. Um, yeah, so everyone's data, my data specifically as well. So would you say that you think, I mean, you believe that there's more cons than pros to like technology and having a phone? This is also complicated because, you know, as a and my my academic interest like my ideal career path is tech and actually like a like ai intelligent systems stuff like that and that runs on a ton of data and so i'm not opposed to data collection because there's so much i think it'd be a mistake not to capitalize on like you know data because we can like so much good can be done in terms of like i don't know like advances in medicine advances in social systems like stuff like that i think there's just currently a contrast between like that data isn't being used to better society 
it's being used to enrich like Google, Facebook, whatever, and they can do essentially whatever they want with it because there's no regulation. So I think, you know, if data were being collected um, not for the needs of capitalism, but for the needs of like, I don't know, like a better society um, and, and regulated appropriately for the needs of the people rather than the needs of big tech, like I would feel much better about it. Right, and like, I mean, technology is only going up um, right. right now. So right. do you think that like in the future we're gonna be able to regulate that? Or do you think these big firms are just gonna like take over and do whatever they want? I mean, I kind of think we're at a pivotal moment with that, um, like they've already collected so much. Um, I don't see us like right now taking the steps at all that we need um, to deal with big tech. Like I don't think any of the presidential contenders um, had for me like a, a for the 2020 election like a good enough plan about you know what are we going to do about big tech? What are we going to do about our privacy, our data, our security? Like um, how are we going to deal with increasing automation? Like I think we're just so behind. Um, in terms of our policies with that. So that's upsetting. <laughs> I mean. Listening to Bella talk about her concerns and her experiences with data collection really got me thinking. I had heard about the dangers of data collection countless times before, but with Bella, it all seemed so real. I wanted to dive deeper into the things that she's doing because of her concerns towards data collection, and maybe I could implement some of the things she was saying. However, let's be real, I can barely go a whole day without checking my phone. It is upsetting, but what are some things that you as a person do to like, I don't know. Yeah, offset that? Yeah, exactly. I mean, this is sort of extreme and I know probably you've seen this. Yeah. Um, but so I'm like, I've gotten rid of my iPhone or, you know, I, it's not my primary um, thing that I use anymore and so I use a flip phone and an mp3 player which you know sort of put together you know these allow me to have all of the functions that I want out of an iPhone so I have all my music and I have the ability to make calls and texts and part of this is you know me being concerned about personalized data collection but obviously I haven't avoided that completely with this setup like I'm still on my laptop I'm still on my iPad mm -hmm. yeah. stuff like that um, a lot of this is also you know concern for the social personal implications of like what targeted algorithms um, and targeted systems are doing to us like I mean part of this started when like as I said like I'm a tech person like I was building an app and I was reading all of the current literature on building an app and they were like it was all like how to make your app more addictive how to like suck people into That's your crazy. app and yeah so they're backed by all of these social scientists um, working on their app like telling the app builders like how to make people lose control how to make people like not have agency and like yeah. click and scroll and like we feel that when we're like Definitely. you don't have control when you're on snapchat like you're just you know yeah, doing like, stuff and it turns into like half an hour and then exactly. three hours <laughs> and like you have no con it's not like a personal thing mm -hmm. um you know it's it's very specific it's very targeted um, it's very intentional, and so that's another thing I'm scared of. Like beyond data collection, it's just sort of this compulsion, like this control that these things have over us. Like I'm not, um, like I, I try to be very conscious and very like present with my time, and I feel like this is, you know, the biggest detriment to that. And it's not because I like want to not be there. It's just like that's the way these things are designed. Like uh -huh. it's going to suck you into doing nothing very, very well. Right. Um, no, that's very interesting. <laughs>
No, it's like crazy to think that yeah. there's so much thought put out like behind all of these apps and everything, yeah. and it all has an explanation. Um, but yeah, how do you like? Ever since you started doing this, you were like you got the flip phone. You yeah. Like, you know, you started yeah. to shy away from technology. How do you think that has impacted you as a person, in both a positive and a negative way? I mean, I would say definitely like there is. Um, like a level of inconvenience in the sense that like I do need to download all of my music onto an mp3 player like that's so dramatic like my flip phone doesn't have the full keyboard it's just a one through three keyboard so I have to like text and call that way which is crazy and obviously like you know back to the story that I told at the beginning like I get clowned um, (laughs) by everyone Um, but um, I would say it's really really been positive like you don't even realize how much time you're on like your phone like even before I got the flip phone like I tried to delete all of my apps off of my phone yeah um and stuff like that and you still find ways to spend time there definitely um so I have so much time to like you know be places and and be around people and like I've spent so much more time like reading and stuff um and like I feel like especially at a place like Choke we're all like oh I don't have time I don't have time to do this I don't have time to do that like yeah there is time it's just being sucked up by the wrong things exactly (laughs) no yeah that I'm going to switch to a flip phone anytime soon or use an mp3 player. But what I can say is that listening to Bella talk gave me a different perspective about technology and data collection, which has allowed me to, you know, rethink about my habits and rethink how I'm using technology. So we'll see.